Hi guys, and welcome to the podcast, A Walk with Friends. It is the December special series where we are reading the book of Luke, chapter 1 through 24. I want to say thank you to every single person who's been tuning in. I hope you've been having such a good time. I want to know what you're receiving from the book of Luke. If you want, go on the Apple podcast review and you can even review it there and talk about what you're getting out of the December series. I hope that you guys are enjoying the animations and all of the extra stuff that I'm throwing in there. Reading the book of Luke has been such a journey and getting to see it in December is so surreal because oftentimes in December we're focusing on a lot of the hustle and bustle of December and I'm I'm feeling a little bit of it right now I'm not gonna lie but coming back and reading the gospel I am so challenged by the wonder and the power and the miracles and the character of Christ and that is what I'm returning to to remember that is what I should be focusing on this season more than anything If you guys haven't been following along, I challenge you to go back to the beginning of the December series and read the book of Luke with us, starting from chapter 1. But for today, we'll be diving into chapter 10. So, here we go. And Merry Christmas. Chapter 10 The Lord now chose 72 other disciples and sent them ahead in pairs, to all the towns and places he planned to visit. These were his instructions to them. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. Now go and remember that I am sending you out as lambs among wolves. Don't take any money with you nor a traveler's bag, nor an extra pair of sandals. And don't stop to greet anyone on the road. Whenever you enter someone's home, first say, may God's peace be on this house. If those who live there are peaceful, the blessing will stand. If they are not, the blessing will return to you. Don't move around from home to home. Stay in one place, eating and drinking what they provide. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality, because those who work deserve their pay. If you enter a town and it welcomes you, eat whatever is set before you. Heal the sick and tell them, the kingdom of God is near you now. But if a town refuses to welcome you, go out into its streets and say, we wipe even the dust of your town from our feet to show that we have abandoned you to your fate. And now this, The kingdom of God is near. I assure you, even wicked Sodom will be better off than such a town on Judgment Day. What sorrow awaits you, Chorazin and Bethsaida? For if the miracles I did in you had been done in wicked Tyre and Sidon, their people would have repented of their sins long ago, clothing themselves in burlap and throwing ashes on their heads to show their remorse. Yes, Tyre, and Sidon will be better off on judgment day than you. And you, people of Capernaum, will you be honored in heaven? No, you will go down to the place of the dead. Then he said to the disciples, Anyone who accepts your message is also accepting me, and anyone who rejects you is rejecting me, and anyone who rejects me is rejecting God who sent me. 
When the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Yes, he told them. I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I have given you all authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. But don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. At that same time, Jesus was filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit, and he said, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. My Father has entrusted everything to me. No one truly knows the Son except the Father, and no one truly knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him. Then, when they were alone, He turned to the disciples and said, Blessed are the eyes that see what you have seen. I tell you, many prophets and kings longed to see what you see, but they didn't see it. And they longed to hear what you hear, but they didn't hear it. One day, an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question. Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, What does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? The man answered, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Right. Jesus told him, Do this, and you will live. The man wanted to justify his actions, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied with a story. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along, but when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. A temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there, but he also passed by on the other side. Then a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then. He put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next day he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, Take care of this man. If this bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you next time I'm here. Now which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits? Jesus asked. The man replied, The one who showed him mercy. Then Jesus said, Yes. Now, go and do the same. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, My dear Martha, 
You are worried and upset over all the details. There's only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. How beautiful is Jesus? I love chapter 10. It begins to reveal the character and the heart of Jesus. And I hope that you guys are getting that too. And it's okay to pause and write things down or even re-listen to it and really meditate on the meaning of what Jesus is saying, especially the parable about the Good Samaritan and who our neighbors are and how we are to treat our neighbors. I also particularly love the 72 messengers when they return in excitement and what Jesus tells them that they ought to rejoice, not because evil spirits obey them, but because their names are registered in heaven. And that is amazing. So I hope you guys really enjoyed. Tomorrow is going to be chapter 11 where Jesus teaches his disciples about prayer. It's going to be incredible. It's where the Father's prayer is and it's going to just be so special to be able to read that with you guys. I hope you guys are having such a blessed December. Thank you for joining. I will see you back here for Luke 11. Be blessed.